You're listening to episode number 357 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Well, I mean, it depends on how you define cocktail. Um, How about adult beverages? Well, in that case... Um, I'm coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking with Mark because I got, I got home from work and he was like, well, it was definitely high today. And I'm like, great, you're going to be high. Tony's coming Tony's in hot gonna... and I got to balance this whole thing out. Poor <laughs> Wait, your name is Karen. Poor Karen. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I, listen, I've had, I've had a few beverages. I'm in a good mood. I'm still, uh, I mean, let me put it this way. I, I, I can't guarantee that I will still be in as functioning order at the end of this <laughs> beverage as I am at the start of it. Uh, and I'm probably going to do a cheap little plug. So here's the thing, and I hope you guys are okay with this. I kind of like doing, how do I want to phrase this? So I've already taken a picture of my cocktail, a fun napkin from that amazing little shop in downtown Memphis. Oh yeah. Uh, a little cocktail napkin. Yep. Um, and, and the script I'm going to uh, post out here momentarily But what I kind of like to do is I kind of like to do a little teaser at the front end of the podcast that one of the, you know, the adult beverage that I'm drinking happens to be the 360 Vegas cocktail for this week as a way to try to uh, tease why folks should be listening, you know, uh, uh, subscribers to the Patreon because... You know, not only do we do these videos on these drinks, but then, you know, we kind of talk about them a little bit or I at least give a little, you know, tip of the hat to say. Yeah, I'm slightly inebriated because of this week's 360 Vegas uh, cocktail that we're enjoying. So are are you asking for permission? Part of its permission, part of its uh, what's the phrase? Um, Tis better to beg forgiveness than ask permission. Okay, so you already tweeted it out then. We're getting there. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, then let's start the show. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony, and as always, let's start with Random Vegas. Cosmopolitan has booked 9.3 million room nights since it opened December 15, 2010. Got that from Vital Vegas. All right, hold on. Let's uh, let's do some math here real quick, kids. 
Do you need me to bust out my calculator? I think he's doing yeah, this. because my oh. fat, drunk fingers don't work quite as quickly <laughs> as I thought they okay. did. Okay, <laughs> so 9.3 million a year divided by, or in total, right, divided by 10, gives mm-hmm. you 930,000 room nights a year. Ah, uh, all right. Uh, and if you divide that by 365, that is 25,048 rooms a day. Wow. That's or excuse me, 2,500. 2,500. What? 2,500. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't spot. have, they don't really, I mean, how many rooms does Cosmo have? Do we have any idea? I have no clue. I I know I'm going to be wrong. I want to see 2,500 rooms. They've got to have more than that if they're averaging more than 20, if they're averaging 2,500 a night. Yeah. So 2,600, 2,700. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, is those numbers are going to be impacted by the shutdown. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, you've got a three month span there where there wasn't nothing happening. Yep. Hmm. I mean, listen, good for them. I, <clears throat> I will concede because of dear friends like Mark and Karen to a certain extent, Phil to a certain extent, uh, Christina. Well, I did. I was going to use her, her, her Twitter, Twitter handle, but yes, Christina, I am, I am softening to my, I hate Cosmo, uh, <laughs> philosophy. It's a good so, property, uh, man. It's, it is. It is. But again, let's go back to what did you say on this podcast for a couple times now? Yeah, which is, I know. I know. That so Mark's burned out on it. it. And that's fine. That's fine. Well, not just, you know, that, but I, I was over it years ago when I got incredibly and I mean, incredibly poor customer service. Right. You know, when I was there in the times that I have been there subsequent to and I, I've only been there a handful of times, I will concede. But in the last conservatively five or so years I have had really good experience customer service experiences there and so I am my my hard outer shell is starting to to crack a little out <laughs> I will concede all right we'll get this, you there one of these I, nights I almost wrote my own twit pick of the week um like right up much like you do mark because of how much this specific picture moved me i didn't but it's it's well deserved tell us about it yes it's such a different experience to drive up to a pork ashore have people rush up to take your keys and bags while welcoming you to whatever property you selected to enjoy they're hustled to take care of you as fast as they can is ingrained to prevent any further delay in getting you on your way to whatever adventure awaits you this trip it's an experience available at any hotel in the world, but in Vegas, it's a tad more grand and alluring. And, sh- and showcased here by At Sumacorp for the original Ra- Aladdin. The VIP experience starts right from the moment you get out of the car. Karen, you got to go first because I've, 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 I've a few thoughts and I want you to get the, <laughs> the first bite of that apple. I, I mean, it's a cool picture. I love it, It's hard to look back on this and, and think that, well, wait, this was the original Aladdin. This right, wasn't the, correct. okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all the lights and stuff is like you're welcoming to the property is, is cool, and these old school ones, I think, are Did it to Hollywood, is what it looks like to me. <laughs> what was it? How did that go again? Did it to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Tony. Okay. 
So if the first thing I want to point out is just the really, be- and I don't know if either of you have the image in front of you, but I, I do. So this may be why I wax poetic for a little longer than is necessary. First of all, I look at the ornate design at the top of the hotel towers and that beautiful sort of, it kind of looks like, um, like a club as in from a deck of cards, a club as it relates to what would probably be the top penthouse uh, rooms of of the tower but bringing it more down to the port cashore and actually let's start at the bottom of that image i think that is literally the vegas strip right there in that bottom right corner or or the bottom to right corner yeah i think you're right so think about if if the port cashore is that close to the strip for me that's got to be like you're in your car and and this is perhaps a bad analogy for a guy who's more Fraser Crane than he is um, <laughs> Talladega Nights. But like <laughs> pulling off the strip and into that pork ashore like you're like the strip is this is this literally and figuratively and literally a, the fast lane. Right. And then you you've got to pull out of the fast lane like you're on on a racetrack and into where you get your mm-hmm. tires replaced and whatever I think it's they got do a, there I think it's got a long car. runway. Okay, right? I, think, I think you're, right. you're not giving it credit. And and you get in there and and that's and that's where you pull up and all of a sudden the speed and the honking and the getting cut off on the strip totally melts away <laughs> as you're there in that relaxed feeling where you get out of the car and those that those valet folk even in 2021 where they're still, you know, happening but prior to COVID Man, those uh, valet folk, they come run into your car. They want to get your keys. They want to get your tip. But mostly they want to get you into the casino and let you start enjoying your experience. This picture just epitomizes that for me. Those lights are beautiful. Could you imagine pulling up to that at night where all of those lights are are beaming down on you? Just I get why you picked this one. Uh, Listen, I've said it before and I'll say it again. When I don't think that you picked the, the, the pick should be the, that I, in my opinion, believes to be the twit pick of the week, I'll call you out on it. But when you get me even wanting to write my own monologue <laughs> about the twit pick of the week, and this was probably <laughs> one of the first times this has ever truly happened, I love this picture. I love it. I hope everybody will, if assuming they're not driving, will stop, pop over to Twitter and take a picture, a uh, look at this picture. It's gorgeous. It is. It's so cool. Well, and especially to your point, Tony, where today all of the porkishers, I mean, Caesars might be the one that's closest to the strip. Still out front. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess Bellagio is a little bit, but you got to drive so far back to get to it. Right. I mean, almost all of them are off strip. They're, they're behind the buildings or they're, they're a ways them. off. Yeah. So, you know, to have one that potentially, if this really was right there on the strip, I mean, very different than what you see today. Yeah. So, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. Great, great bit of news. I love it. Talk about Vegas Rises. In preparation for the upcoming March 15th, 50% capacity increase, the RJ is reporting that resident performer Shin Lim 
and the Aces of Comedy headliners will relocate from the Mirage to Park Theater. The Mirage Theater seats up to 1,250 people, and Park Theater seats up to 5,200 people. So cut those in half, and you see the benefit of the temporary move. The Aces of Comedy headliners include Bill Maher, David Spade, Daniel Tosh, and more. Also, March 1st, 2,600 fans will be allowed to attend the Vegas Golden Knights game. And then on March 5th, it's the date that everybody is seems to be heading towards for the day clubs. Multiple day clubs claim to uh, reopen on March 5th, uh, opening with a more absu- subdued adults-only experience than than the nightclubs. Uh, but I, I would, I, you know, I would t- I'd recommend people take advantage of that. Like, go to Encore Beach Club because we've been there before, and it was awesome and in a subdued setting. Yeah. Uh, like that would be amazing to be able to take advantage of that opportunity now. The only problem is for for you know me as a local, it is not warm enough to be out by a pool. No, no, definitely. So, <laughs> but for somebody coming crazy from talk. from chillier areas, you know that that think sixties is is <laughs> I know, pool right? appropriate weather, oh, give oh, it a shot. <laughs> I was telling somebody the other day, I'm like, it's it's funny, like walking around in the first world problems we have that we're bitching about. Six, like you know what, the sixty degree weather bullshit's about done. All right, I'm about <laughs> sick. Of it. See, I don't I don't bitch when it's in the sixties. It gets to the fifties, yes, and I then I have a problem with it. But as long as it's sixties and sunny it's it's tolerable to be outside <laughs> not to not to sit by a pool by any means but no. you know to be outside at least <laughs> next up we've got some caesar's forecasting caesar ceo tom reed clarified in a recent earnings call that despite reports by vital vegas that they are looking to sell planet hollywood the company has no plans to sell any of its nine biggest properties until 2022 after the market improves Tom projected that things may be back to full capacity in the second half of 2021 during that same call. That said, Vital Vegas reported that Caesar's CEO implied that buffets will not be coming back as they lose about $3 million a year to offer each one. That's crazy to me. That, that seems... Un- I, I don't... I don't believe I don't believe that for a minute. I have a hard time that believing that too. Because right? wasn't like they the see, the Bacchanal buffet is like, like cash cows, like huge, ridiculously expensive to, to go to that one, isn't it? Like seventy bucks a person or something, I, or wasn't I, I it? Know. It's expensive. I mean, how do you uh, lose? How, how much is um, a wicked spoon? Is it forty bucks? No, it was more than that. I think I think it was in the fifty range. Okay. I don't know. I was so yeah. That, I was at these the free ones or the two for ones. So I never really paid attention. All right, high roller. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I know. Definitely right? not, not My that. Name but is Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much bread costs. Well, but then they. <laughs> a gallon of milk. They, <laughs> well, I know how much when I have to buy it, not when you got to go to the buffets. Um, and then you think about, like, Bally's has the. Um, that Sterling brunch. Sterling brunch. Yeah. And that's like 120 bucks a person. Right. I mean, how do you lose money on that thing? Right. My guess is that's probably not the the point that they were um, trying to make. I, I I can see how they may lose money on. I mean, I don't though. I, so uh, my initial point was to say I get how they could maybe lose money at Harris or uh, uh, yeah, I could see how, all, how right. all of them aren't aren't profitable. But, but at uh, some point, but three million though, a year each. That's yeah, right. that's yeah. no no way no way. And, they wouldn't have been if, doing them. The corp- Sorry. Go ahead, Karen. No, I was going to say they, they wouldn't have kept offering them if they were losing that much. Yeah, especially per per location. Now, if maybe they looked at it 
is a whole and said, okay, between Caesars and Harris and Piho and Paris, we're losing and in Bailey's, we're losing 3 million a year. But uh, I, I get, Oh, so I don't accept that. I don't agree with it. It is what it is. It, if I, I'm not going to try to argue with the bean counters at Caesars, they have much more access to the information than I do. Let me put it this way. Caesars, for the love of God, please stop worrying about every fucking penny. Three quarters of an ounce at Blink, <laughs> not making up all of your money at the at the buffet. Remember, go back and remember, there was a time when Vegas was Vegas because of certain lost leaders. Yep. Booze was one of them and buffets were one of them. Yeah. And just this is pay parking, so, increasing resort fees, cutting the pores down. Yeah, they're they're yeah. Hello, new ownership. So, well, on that positive note, let's move <laughs> into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. I'm confident Mark gave this one to me intentionally because I am such a Delta fanboy. Mm-hmm. It's being reported, and this is amazing news that Delta Airlines will continue to social distance on their flights and block the middle seat through April. I hope that's the case. And I'll tell you what, listeners, if, 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 so one of the things that I'm very lucky about is Detroit is a major Delta hub. I live in Lansing. So flying out of Delta is a, is a, or excuse me, flying out of Detroit for Delta is a no brainer. If you live in Atlanta, if you, if you live in Minneapolis or any other major hub for Delta, DM me on on Twitter. I'll tell you what is the best seat to pick out of your particular city. I will go there. I'll put in your city to Vegas. I'll find the plane. I'll find the time (laughs) and I'll circle the seat that you want. This is I will make the argument. There is one seat, technically two seats. There are two seats on, on on a Delta flight that is better than first class. And I can say that knowing full well that this is a fun little bit of uh, story. My wife and I, uh, this also highlights the fact that there's not a lot of demand to go to Vegas, at least from Detroit. Both my wife and I got free upgrades from steerage. So we bought, we spent no more than $175, $175 on our respective tickets and we each got bumped up to first class. Wow. Yeah. Both going out to Vegas and coming home from Vegas this past trip where, where we got together with Mark and Karen and spent the week out there. That doesn't get any Um, better. It it doesn't. It doesn't. $175 per person for first class seats out to uh, Vegas from Detroit is unbelievable. Now there are, there is a little bit of, um, it's, it's not the true first class experience that most people flying Delta may be familiar with. And actually, Mark, if that's OK with you, I'd like to do that as an as an FHE. Would you consider that an FHE? Um, yeah, definitely. OK, I will. I will get that to you. We'll put that in the uh, the, the next podcast. So we'll move on. <laughs> Battleborn pins are Disney quality enamel pins of vintage Vegas icons. The ever expanding collection includes this week's featured pin, Miss Atomic Bomb. The Miss Atomic pageant only lasted four years, but the last produced the most famous image of the event. Winner Lee Merlin posing with a cotton mushroom cloud on the front of her bathing suit. She became known as Miss Atomic Bomb. 56 years later, hometown band The Killers would release a hit single 
named after her. Available in two colors, the Miss Atomic Bomb pin stands approximately two inches tall and costs $10. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 20% when they use the promo code 360. Just go to bbpins.bigcartel.com or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for Battleborn Pins. And I swear we already talked about this, but maybe not. Vital Vegas reports that Chris Angel and Franco Dragone, the man behind Cirque's O, Mystere, La Rev, and Celine Dion's New Day residency, are collaborating on a new show. No details, no details were made available. I don't recall talking about this. Oh, we did. Either that or I'm just paying too much attention to what's going on. Maybe you and I had a sidebar conversation about <laughs> Chris Angel's new show and all the craziness it was supposed to be. Kids? Yes. Do you kids pay for, and, and actually you're going to, this is, there is partial question and partial education of, of, of old T-Bone here. Do you guys pay for either a RJ or Vegas Sun subscription and, and is, do you get one if you pay for the other? Talk, talk to me about that. How do you guys, how do you guys stay up on, on the news out in Vegas? The show pays for uh, a subscription to the, to the RJ and by getting the RJ, you also get the sun. Got it. Okay. God, that's or vice versa. If you get the sun, you get the RJ or whatever. Now, and, and please don't take this in a s- snarky way, Karen. I, I apologize <laughs> if it comes across like this. I've had beverages. Do you do you log in? Do you do you stay on top of the news that's coming in through the RJ's website? No. Um, I, I get, honestly, I get most of my feed through Twitter. Um, and then I do watch the local news in the mornings. Which okay. is usually, you know, a little bit behind some of the stuff, but um, no. And then I think on a couple of my other news feeds, like MSN, there's a Las Vegas news section that pops up. So, right. but no, I don't. I don't go to the RJ site. Uh, the only reason I ask that question is number one, you guys live in Vegas, and so it's always interesting to find out how the locals get how slash where they get their news. But I also ask that because there will be times when I'll say. To my wife, hey, did you hear about? And she'll like, and she'll like fill in all the details. And I'm like, how did you know that? And she'll, she said, I, 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 I read the RJ. And I'm like, do you pay for it? And she's like, <laughs> no. I'm like, well, how are you getting this information? She goes, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's funny. I used to, and I still do. I have a um, a Google alert set up to come to my email every day on Vegas headline stories and. When we first got out here, I think I had it set up before Mark had his. And so there would be a lot of times where I would come to Mark. I'm like, hey, did you hear this? And he's like, no, where did you see that? And he finally got fed up of me knowing things before he did. So he's got his own Google alert and, and is, is on top of things now. True. <laughs> you may have just revealed the man, be- or in this case, the woman behind the curtain, Karen. Yeah, no, it's super easy. You just go to Google and set up a news alert. And once a day, they, they send a email to your inbox with like the top, I don't know, seven or eight stories or whatever that's going on. I'm only moderately embarrassed, but I'm not. One of the things that I first learned when I went into private practice was set your own name up as a a Google like search result. Because if, if anybody posts something about you, Google having it, you know, it's web 
into everything right. will find out where your name gets used. And most of the time you hope that if your name comes up, it's in positive. And if, and if it's not, it's, you know, something you want to be able to address it right away. <laughs> yeah. 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 So believe you me, I get posts where I see my name and I'm like, uh Oh, <laughs> what happened to Tony Snyder today? Sometimes I'm dead. Sometimes I got a great promotion. I'm like, even I'm jealous of me when I read these Google posts. Well, and that, I mean, it, no offense, but you do have a, a much more common name than marker I do. Sure. So sure. I would imagine, yeah, you'd get some random stuff. If I start getting notifications with my name, we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's spelled right. I'd have to set it up with both spellings of Karen because just in even case. Even the print would probably oh, misspell right. mis- it. Yeah. Good call. Well, so w- w- one last thing, and I promise, I promise we'll move on. Apparently there was a character um, in a television program uh, the show was called skins s-k-i-n-a skins and there was a tony snyder character huh. okay yeah tony uh, tries to take a girl tony tries to find a girl to take stanley's virginity and finally settles on <laughs> right tony auditions for i'm like well i mean this really could have been my junior year of high school <laughs> we should move on we should move on Travel Fanboy recently updated his table minimum list for the Strip, Downtown, and Off Strip. Check it out to help you find out where to play, and we'll have a link on the blog, of course. I really appreciate that that Adam of Travel Fanboy fame keeps up his um, that this list in particular. Yeah, it's really it, cool. It's it really is. He's got a lot of really cool information, but I got to say, Karen, you and I never really closed the loop on this conversation. If, and if this needs to be an off, uh, off mic conversation, I'll be happy to do so. But in, 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 in my wife and my most recent trip to Vegas, you got introduced to Pi Gal poker and it only what I think $15, 15. in, which is yeah. super inexpensive for a strip, particularly Cromwell. What did you think about pie gal on the strip of $15 a hand. Um, it, it was, it was fun. I'm actually looking forward to playing it again. Um, I, I got a little bit annoyed with one of the dealers cause she kept trying to explain to me cause this was, um, face up pie gal. And she yes. kept trying to explain to me, well, if this was face down, this is the hand you would make. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not playing face down. I'm playing face up. Can you let me focus on like learning right. this game? <laughs> um, but it was fun and it was actually even interesting um, Tony, after after you left, there was a another couple guys that that sat down next to me that were just real chatterboxes and we're all talking about hands and doing stuff. So I mean, it was fun. I I will definitely play it again. I will probably need a refresher course to get back into it. But um, See, I need to play three card poker again. Like I used to uh, enjoy playing it. The reason I stopped playing it is because I lose all the time when I play. Uh, Mark, buddy, I, there is something about three card poker. You only need to get like you you only need to be dealt trips one time and then have that fourth card show up in the dealer's hand for you to ultimately wind up with quads mm-hmm. to, for it to hook you forever because that's how I got hooked on three card. That's how yeah. uh, my brother-in-law got hooked on three card. You just get one amazing hand. You get all these chips pushed at you. You're like, why doesn't everybody play this game? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I've played. I, I need a refresher on that one yeah. too on, on how to I play would. it. Yeah. But I remember Whoa. having fun with it until you didn't. Until you were losing It is a time. slow drain. You're going to lose hand after hand after hand. What you're hoping for is to be dealt. What is it? I think you got to have jacks or better as your starting hand. 
Well, but yeah, it, except it, that like with, with face up pie gal, you told me, you know, you're going to push every, t- every hand. That's just what you're going to do, which is why I'm like, okay, $15 for a game that I haven't played before. Yeah, I didn't, it didn't quite work that way, Tony. <laughs> I, I, oh. I didn't have the, the beginner's luck that most people normally oh, do I'm with sorry. it. Sorry. But listen, for what it's worth, the first time I played, uh, Pi Gao, I also lost my ass and it took years until Mitchell, Canadian Mitchell, insisted. He was like, no, you have to sit down. I promise you I'll work you through each hand. We'll get you there. And I had a wonderful time and it's, and it is, it's, it's a great way. It's, it's jokingly referred to as push, push, lose, push, push, win, drink, 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 drink. (laughs) Did you have any problems getting free comped cocktails? No, no, they they kept them coming. It was pretty good. Exactly. Yeah. Great time. Out of curiosity, uh, how many Mitchells do you know that you have to differentiate Canadian Mitchell from other Mitchells? Listen, um, I owe him from (laughs) me being, you know, like shivved when I'm drunk. So I figure (laughs) it's just good. It's an insurance policy. He he knows I'm talking about him. Okay. And then I build up a little bit of goodwill on the pod uh, through the podcast with him. So they, so you've got one other person looking out for you when, when you're, when you're, you know, super happy in Vegas. hundred percent. Okay. hundred percent. And speaking of somebody that probably should beat the shit of my, out of me, we'll get to later on in the uh, listener feedback, but that's a, that's a tease. Absinthe (laughs) is reopening on March 17th with new capacity restrictions in place. Tickets start at wait for it. Oh, $69 and are available via the link on the blog. Okay, we had talked about going to see this once it reopened since they couldn't come out and, like, touch you and harass you in the it's audience. because they're all spaced now. I'm not paying $169 yeah, to I, go see that. I, I'm with you. They're recouping their, you know, how many seats they can sell by... They're basically doubling their ticket prices, right? Exactly. Because so, yeah. if they were They've at 50%, that would have put them at 85 bucks a pop. Now, yeah, no. Yeah, no. got to be. I mean, listen, if you ever want, I, I, I haven't been and I would like to do it, but much like you and particularly with the people that I travel with uh, from from like my family, I don't I don't mean the, the 360 family with the people that I travel with. They absolutely would not want anything to do with being touched, brought into the, the show yeah, reference no. or in any way. Right. So. In this regard, if you wanted to ensure that you could get to enjoy Absinthe, but guarantee you wouldn't be a part of, quote unquote, the show, maybe $169 is a small price to pay to be able to buy that peace of mind. I just know that I've got members of my family that I travel to Vegas with that if we were to go to who I think would enjoy the humor of Absinthe until it happened to them. And then it it would be it would be mortifying for them. Oh yeah. So, Mark and I have both talked about it. I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons we hadn't seen it before. Yeah. Um, that's why I don't go to haunted houses. Ugh, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, don't touch just, me. Don't try to scare me. Don't chase yeah, me get out of my, my space. We, I understand yep. you have a gimmick that you got to do, but, and yep. then do your little dance and then, and then right. I'm going to move on and don't right. uh, back, try to back me into a corner and right. not let me go until I bust through you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's, and it's unfair to get shitty with them, right? Like it's unfair to, 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 to have a problem with the absinthe actors because well, don't you, you know what you're yeah, show. you know what you're getting into if, right. if you you can't get shitty when you voluntarily walk into the show knowing that's going to happen yep. right exactly right. like i listen if i lose out fine right you know i i understood the gamble that that 
I would have to play to, to go to the show, and it wasn't worth it to me. I, now, I may be missing out on a great show, but it's it's not worth it to me to gamble and go, oh, shit, now I'm involved in this. Yeah. I got you. 100%. I appreciate it, man. Eater Vegas reports that Money Baby is a sports-themed restaurant opening at Virgin Hotels on March 25th, brought to you by Bo McMillan, best known for co-hosting Worst Cooks in America, which I think he only did one season. I could be wrong. The space will include sports betting and interactive games. Seems like everything that they create now, which makes sense to me, that's that's sports betting-like, or that's that's sports-themed, now has sports betting integrated into it. It's just a weird name for a restaurant. Money baby. Money baby? Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, it's yeah. Vegasy, but I suppose it's better than the uh, the bank, <laughs> the, <laughs> the the pool. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's barely a step up. But so I was talking to my wife about literally this specific prop bet, and I said to her, I said, "Listen, I know that Mark isn't a big foodie. He's not a big." Um, uh, food network watcher and she was like oh, okay i go so i know that one of the lines that he included in <laughs> our script here was clearly just something that he had pulled from the article they had found about bo mcmillan and she goes oh okay i said he whatever article mark was looking at said that he that this bo mcmillan is best known for co-hosting worst cooks in america and she right. went what <laughs> <laughs> that's what i i mean because mark asked me if i knew who he was and i was like well yeah and you know then i saw this on your two co-hosting and i'm like okay but i think he was also on top chef masters like i, yeah. I know he's a really well-known chef but i could not tell you where any of his restaurants were, you know, what his style of food is. I couldn't tell you anything else about him other than he's a big dude. Yeah. He is a big dude. And where we actually truly know him from, we being my wife and I is he is, he is, if he's not a part of three out of four episodes of the Guy Fieri grocery game judges. Oh, well that explains it. I won't watch anything that has that tool in it. Oh, come on. Nope. nope. One of these days, I think we should do a one-off no. podcast no. about how this guy gives money to the poor. He does. Listen, he he does. a great guy and a fucking idiot at the same time. He's, he's, a, he's a tool. He's a douchebag. And he's not. What bugs me the most about him is he's not actually a chef. He's a TV personality. Yeah. And no. it bugs me that he does all of these shows that he's got his own restaurant. He's not a chef. And that's that's what drives me crazy. He's he's yeah. got a shtick. He's got a gimmick. All right. And he did win All Star. Hey Jen, what's that All Star that that uh, Guy Fieri won? What was that called? What? Isn't it All Star? Next, next. Next Food Network. Star. Next Food Network Star. Well, he won the f- Next Food Network Star. Yeah, but it's because he's a, a personality, not because. Uh, no. I mean, you gotta have you gotta have some cooking chops to win that. No, I, I don't care. My beautiful I wife's can't. down here refilling my cocktail glass. So, yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, beautiful All right, let's wife. Move on quickly, quickly. <laughs> Puerto Vegas reports that the one card, Circa, Golden Nugget, and the D's Players Club card is now matching tier status. Did you mean to say Golden Gate? Yeah, yeah what I say, Golden Nugget? Yeah, you've got Golden Nugget, yeah, and yeah, that's why I was Golden confused. Gate, yeah. Okay, so basically the one card, which is at Circa, Golden Gate, and the D, right. now matches status. 
Yeah. Okay. But to where though? Because I, I, I did a little bit of digging on Vital Vegas's um, Twitter feed, and I could not find what they're actually with whom. You know, it, it doesn't appear to be Caesars, but I could be wrong. I heard, I saw somebody mention in passing MGM, but I could be wrong. I don't actually know to whom or with whom they're doing um, tier status matches. I just assumed it was any of them. Yeah, so did I. All right, listeners, I need you to um, I need you to go out, present your platinum and diamond card from Caesars, <laughs> or help me tier match because my understanding is you can take some things of Caesars tier match to MGM, and then if that's the case, then take your MGM and let's tier match it to yeah. Because I thought I the s- one card. I, okay, this is just random. I thought I saw that Caesars is no longer tier matching. MGM still is. I could be yeah, wrong. I, I don't know. All right, now I have to look and see if that's the yeah, case or not. that stuff out if you are, Karen, because that's, that's good. For fanboys like me of Caesars, I need to know these things. Yes. I, I And I feel like it was just in passing on Twitter. I saw somebody tweet out about it, but I'll, I'll have to check. It was clarified in an article this week that Virgin intends to continue to operate the joint as part of its entertainment options. However, it's going to be renamed. Currently, it's simply being referred to as the theater at Virgin Hotel. That's what I... Going back to the bank. Right. <laughs> the bar. <laughs> the theater. That's uh, that's what I think the, the biggest loss with the... With with the with uh, the palms being closed at the Pearl, yeah, it was not on. That's the a phenomenal place to go see a show. Yeah, it really is, and uh, so I was happy to see that the joint's still still going to be kicking, you know, regardless of whatever they call it. Right. And lastly, we have some good news. KTNV 13 reports that the Pinball Hall of Fame has raised enough money to move into its new location on Las Vegas Boulevard, down by the famous "Welcome to Las Vegas" sign. Thanks to donations from listeners like you and an anonymous donor. <laughs> a lot from the anonymous donor. A lot from the anonymous donor. I mean, they were, they were getting donations in, but yeah, there was somebody that stepped up and I th- I think, made up I the think, difference. I think we got him halfway there. <laughs> I think the anonymous Still, donor. Still, I mean, the rest. just other people, you know, making donations, Yeah, yeah. you know, for that and, and then being able to get in. They were so close. I'm so happy for them to be able to get that done and, and get everything moved in and ready to go. It's yeah. going to be... I can't wait to see it when it's opened. Yep. I agree. All right, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. super excited about and i'm gonna do my best guys because i've had beverages and when i drink i get super duper chatty moonshot.com is the place where you can get your favorite vintage vegas shirts incredibly comfortable to wear available in male and female cuts two styles multiple colors and sizes reasonably priced and cool as hell options include this week's featured property the sahara when milton prell opened the sahara in 1952 it was the sixth hotel casino on Highway 91, and in a prime location at the start of the Las Vegas Strip. The property would become such a significant part of the city's history that they named a street after it. Its evolution with that city is so vast, it can't be done justice on just one shirt. So Moonshot.com has four of them. The Sahara's brand name is so strong, 
it's doing what no one has done before in Vegas history. Return to the landscape and the building it used to occupy. These and dozens of other vintage Vegas shirts are available at moonshot.com starting at $27. Use the promo code 360Vegas, no spaces, and save 15% off your order. Just go to moonshot.com, that's M-0-0-N-S-H-O-T.com, or go to our blog, 360VegasPodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for moonshot.com. But no. I love listener feedback, and we've got a ton of it this week, and so I apologize. I should have been more brief so as to spend more time in this portion of the podcast, but this is super cool. <laughs> Karen, why don't you jump in with our first email that we got? Sure. We got an email from Scott Jarvis. Scott writes, Dear Karen, Mark, and Tony, I was very happy to see the twit pick of the week winner was the old Monte Carlo. The first time I stayed in Vegas was 1997 at the Monte Carlo. My girlfriend at the time and I had a room facing the mountains. I remember watching the sun come up while smoking a Monte Cristo number two torpedo. Needless to say, the property will also always hold a special place for me, regardless of the property's shortcomings to some. I noticed that the Mom Museum is having a Woodford Reserve tasting on April 14th. If I can get vaccinated soon, which I am scheduled, I might have to make the trip. I imagine you both already know about the event, but I'll. But if I go, I'll be in touch. Thanks for another great podcast, Scott Jarvis. Yes, if you go, be in touch because I would join you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll I'll even put it out there. If you go, Scott, let me know as well. I may make a trip out because, <laughs> well, antibodies. Uh, I'm just saying, um, you don't don't wait too long because those those events when they do tasting events yeah, and stuff like that, they book up yeah, fast. They are, yeah, they're so, super limited. Yeah, if you if you're thinking about it and think you want to go, my advice, Scott, would be. Um, book it sooner rather than later. Yep. And if you can cancel, if you don't come out, that's great. If not, you've just made a donation to the Mom Museum. Right. <laughs> which they, which is which is a super cool use of your money as well, Scott. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Why don't you two jump in? I've only got just uh, one or two comments, but I want you guys to get, uh, uh, again, I keep, apparently you should name this episode First Bite at the Apple because that's, I want you guys to go first. What, on Scott's feedback? Yeah. Well, uh, so I, I think we just did. <laughs> I, I thought we did. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate you listening and, and, you know, glad that you also remember the old Monte Carlo uh, 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 affectionately. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, definitely if you're in town, you know, let us know. Now, Tony, your turn. Okay, thanks. <laughs> First of all, Scott, listen. I hear your point saying um, uh, how it holds a special memory for you, regardless of the property shortcomings to some. Uh, I will probably be the first to say I, I fall in that bucket of the quote unquote shortcomings to some. I, I think it's uh, I, I never necessarily love the casino, but I at least love the outside of it. But I feel the same way about Imperial Palace, right? It was dirty. It was tired. It was ready to go. But it was my first place to stay in Las Vegas and I fell in love with the city because of the people that I were that I had been with and just being right in the smack dab middle of the strip much like Monte Carlo is so I don't ever um put your tail between your legs about loving someplace that might be might have a quote-unquote shortcomings to some number two though and I love this one the most I assume you threw this line in for me and buddy don't you think for a second I missed it you smoked a Monte Cristo number two torpedo at the Monte Cristo. At, at the Monte Carlo. At the Monte Carlo. That is beautiful. I get the pun. I know what you were going for. 
And that is amazing. Good for you. I'm sure your girlfriend then at the time had a good time. Riding a torpedo. <laughs> but that's probably oh the so move on. <laughs> Mark, we had a couple of um couple of little bit of uh, feedbacks from some of our friends on our news. We had, we had some corrections. The first one we got from HNA Calgary. They let us know that we misreported that the weekend is performing at T Mobile Arena. He will be performing there in April of twenty twenty two, not twenty twenty one as we reported. Wow. Okay. That did seem a little early. Yeah. And Mike Marsinkowski let us know that, uh, unfortunately, I think that's Metal Mike. It is Metal Mike. Yes. Uh, anyways, he, he let us know that, unfortunately, Brooksy shows up on Google Maps as someplace that is permanently closed. And we were afraid of that. So uh, we'll, we still have to figure out what we're going to do. But uh, at 2 o'clock, we're going to eat food somewhere. <laughs> well, and here's hoping that between now and then, uh, it, it reopens, but because only because some of the things that my wife and I have found on Google isn't actually true. Gotcha. Meaning that Google hasn't yet caught up with what the website, because it appears as though Google uses websites for its days and its times of operations. And when that stuff gets pulled from the website, it knows that, which is super smart. The problem is it also takes time then for shit to get re-put into the Google system because there were things when we were out there during the week that we were working where stuff that was allegedly not open for quote-unquote breakfast, which would have been lunch our time because of the three-hour difference, they were indeed open at 9 a.m. for breakfast, Vegas time, which would have been lunch our time. So I, I, I'm not going to... Listen, I, I hope it comes back online, but again, Metal Mike's one of those guys who... Um, I will be super nice to him when I'm sober because if I'm ever a jerk to him when I'm drunk, you don't want him to hurt you. Could literally kill me with like one punch. <laughs> he's, he's the epitome of make sure that your uh, hole is dug out in the desert because if somebody comes by, you've got to dig too. <laughs> so thank you, Metal Mike, for never killing me when I'm drunk. You're a great man. And finally, we got a really, really great trip review from James Jones. I've got some notes, but Karen, if you want to maybe go paragraph by paragraph, we'll we'll each yeah. chime in with our thoughts. Absolutely. All right. So, Mr. I always want to call him Jim Jones, and I know I shouldn't. I'm sure there's a reason he goes by James. He has but. no uh, uh, Nikes that we will all drink the punch of. Google it, kids. I, Google it. I think you're mixing up. I, th- I think he missed a few words in that sentence. Well, the drinking the, the phrase "drinking the Kool Aid" comes from yeah. that situation, yeah. but the Nikes. But it I wasn't believe, the Nikes. No, the Nikes was Heaven's Gate out in California. Ah, uh, well, sorry if I can't keep all of my mass suicides <laughs> <laughs> straight. Okay, so James writes. He's an amateur cult follower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez! All right. It's the name of my band now. <laughs> I wanted to give you a quick trip report. I went to Vegas from February 13th to 17th for my birthday. The trip did not start very well with my plane being delayed by four hours from Seattle due to snow. I had to cancel a beer crawl I had arranged in the Arts District for that Saturday. The good thing is I was one of around 15 flights that day that actually made it out of Seattle. I was given two free nights at Cosmo from a friend of mine in a terrace studio so that was our home for two nights. This is the first time I've stayed there. Normally, I stay at a Caesars property due to comp rooms and being diamond. The rooms were very nice, and I can see why people want to stay there. We did not do much the first day except meet our group of friends and family. 
Since we had a larger group, I could not get reservations anywhere, so had had fast food slash counter service. I went to Jabberitos in the Link Promenade. This is a place I've been before, and I forgot how much I really enjoyed it. The sushi burrito was fresh and very good. I had the Rockport, which was or which has soft shelled crab, spicy tuna, chipotle mayo, and eel sauce. After dinner, I took my group for some affordable drinks at the stage door and some video poker. Overall, it was a great first night. All right, so what do you guys think? What do you think about his first night? Uh, I'm glad he he tried Cosmo. (laughs) Um, And I do know that, uh, you know, I I knew that they were going to do that bar crawl, which, you know, sounded like a a fun idea that we were actually hoping to... I was going to join them. ...tag in on that (laughs) one. But, um, yeah, that, that was the bad snowstorm up there that they couldn't get out. So um, we'll save that for next time when the weather's a little warmer. Yes. (laughs) My, my only contribution to this uh, first part of his email is simply to say job burritos is something that is on my to try list. Um, It, it sounds fascinating, right? Like two things that I really love burritos and sushi giving them a try in, in, in one container, which is more the burrito. And then it's stuffed with the sushi portion. It just sounds fascinating. I'd love to try it. I, I appreciate his, um, his positive testimonial on it because if, if I got nothing but negative reviews from it, well then I may be less inclined to want to try it. But unfortunately, or, or thanks a lot, James, you've done a wonderful job of ensuring that <laughs> I really do want to try eating here sometimes. So I haven't done any, any of those sushi burrito places yet, but from my understanding, they're just kind of like, they're hand rolls, but they wrap them up like a burrito instead of a cone-shaped hand roll, is my understanding. Yeah, that sounds amazing to this fat boy, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like It'll they, so the first time I heard of like a sushi burrito, I'm like, how are you going to put sushi in with like beans and salsa and all that and it's it's not that at all from what i understand so and quite frankly as much uh, as much as i love pico de gallo i don't need avocados well, okay yes i do need avocado spread across my sushi <laughs> i don't i don't need the pico de gallo though but no. oh yeah that sounds it that sounds awesome i i, I look forward to trying it but right. okay that's all i have to say on that okay so james continues the next day i started the day with a red velvet donut and iced vietnamese coffee at district donut Later in the trip, I also went to Donut Bar downtown. I enjoyed both donuts, but I think that Donut Bar is more my style with a larger selection of donuts and more unique offerings, but the coffee is better at District Donuts. Later in the day, I had a birthday lunch at Pub 365 at Tuscany. I enjoy going here. The food is very good and very reasonably priced, along with one of the best beer selections in town. I decided on the Pub 365 for my event since I had a larger group of 12 and they reserved a room so we could all be in the same area. That was good planning ahead because, yeah. yeah, they were still on the limit of four people per table. Right. So they would have been split up over three tables. So, And out of that paragraph, the only portion that I had highlighted was his line of since I had a larger group of 12 and they reserved a room so that we could all be in the same area. That was not only was that brilliant on his part to plan ahead, but good for Tuscany. I think I think. I think I've been there maybe one time, but that's a scenario. That's a situation where I would love for 
you guys or or even if you don't care mark uh, karen for mark to come pick the wife and i up to go check it out even again even if we've been there once before i'd like to go back again and check it out my wife and i have checked out a fair number of one-off casinos like um silver sevens for example i think used to be terribles before it got converted you know we've been there before i don't know that we've been to tuscany and and much like we've only ever been to say the orleans or uh, uh, palace station one time they're all places that even if we've been there before we'd go back and frankly mark you've said many a time you've got to see palace station today i was gonna say of any of them palace station you should go back to because the reno they did on that one was was really good we'd do it we'd do it in a heartbeat as a matter of fact off mic we should talk about if the wife and i ever wanted to spend another week out in vegas is there any value to staying at um say palace station for a week or with us but you know whatever <laughs> listen we are a lot you say that now but after you've, day four you've you'll stayed be like, with us before it's please the the biggest issue is going like to be two nights the biggest issue is going to be i'm going to cut out of work early so that i can be home when you guys are done at two mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. going to be the biggest issue <laughs> done and done all right fair enough <laughs> you've, you've won us over so what do you think anybody have an opinion on the donuts though because i'm i'm I not like district donuts um, but they do have a real limited selection. And I remember, what was the... I got one for you the last time we stayed at Cosmo. I went down to grab something to eat, and I don't remember what it was. I remember it was tasty, Yeah. but it was super sweet to me. And I'm just not a huge sweets person, I guess, in general. Yeah. But My wife says that you are, for breakfast time, you are either a sweets or a savory. And we are big, big fans yeah, of, it's, it's off the air now, but for the longest time, Bobby Flay had a, a show on the Food Network called Brunch. Brunch. Bobby's. Exactly. And he'd always do half sweet for the episode and half savory for the episode. And we never, almost never gave a shit about the sweet portion of his episode. We always wanted the savory because at least for us, and I get that everybody's different. Some people want a Cinnabon in the morning. Good for you. If that's who you are and you want pancakes or waffles with (laughs) syrup on it, that's fine. More for you. I'm not going to be the guy taking it away from you. The funny part thing for me is like, I would love a bite or two of sweet, Exactly. But I can't do not the whole thing. No, I I need my save. I need my hash, my eggs, my yep. sausage, my toast, my p- breakfast yep. potatoes. I I would be get, like a lot of times I'll steal a bite of whatever Mark gets because he'll get sweet pr- pretty often. Whether it's you know pancakes well, it's because or, I get savory at home all the time when I'm out. Mm, you know I'm making yeah. somebody else do. That's right. He's and he ain't just talking about breakfast. He's talking about <laughs> Karen right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's move on, shall we? Okay, so James continues. On President's Day, I changed hotels to Circa. I enjoyed the rooms, not huge, but very well designed. The showers had some of the best water pressure I've had. We played some here until the evening when I had reservations for the group to go to the Legacy Club. This was a lot of fun. They sat us all together in a lounge area, and the service was amazing. Some of the favorite drinks were the Founding Father, which had smoke wagon straight bourbon, Lustau Palo Corto Sherry, and I'm sure Tony will correct this when I say him wrong, apricot liqueur and vanilla cream syrup, as well as the Nopolita, Nopolita, thank you, that had Terramana Blanco, Monte Lobos Joven, Jesus, prickly pear sour, 
fever tree, spiced orange ginger ale, and cranberry juice. Even though I do not know what all these ingredients are, I enjoy both. (laughs) I appreciate that sentence very much, James. (laughs) Prices are higher than some, but I did not think too bad, especially for the quality. Average price was $17 to $18. So let's see here. What did I have highlighted? I had highlighted um, I I enjoyed the rooms, but not, uh, excuse me, I enjoyed the rooms, not huge, but well-designed. That that is actually the best way to describe Circa hotel rooms. They are not huge. They are incredibly well designed. You're going to be comfortable. No offense. They're not worth the prices right now. They're still the new kid on the block, literally and figuratively. So give it time. Well, they're going to be for a while. I have a feeling I don't see anybody new coming in. Which is, I get it, right? Like, everybody has been jonesing for a literal new hotel casino downtown and Circa is filling that. But I don't, I don't, I, in my opinion, I would not spend uh, the kind of money that my wife and I spent for the two nights. And, and, and again, let me be totally upfront and honest with everybody. We got the first two of our four nights comped just because, you know, they Derek early. had the hotel. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. He opened early. We we were spending somewhere right around the three hundred and seventy five dollar after uh, tax and resort fees per night for our rooms. Jesus. I will literally never. Not no offense to Cosmo, Bellagio, Win, Resorts World. that's coming online. Those those prices are ju- for me personally. For me personally, they're absolutely atrocious. If you're more the hotel and shopping person then fine go to it spend those that that, that kind of money i'm not going to judge you i mean I'll, I'll i'll never judge you but in particular if that's how you well, like you spend will. your money go do it <laughs> but i'm a gambler and i want to take my money to the, to the casino floor and i want someone to say you know what this guy gets it he wants to eat here he wants to gamble here and i want to give him a free fucking room because of who he is 375 is not me. It is not for me. So, uh, but James, to your you're point, you right. had the, you had the experience of being able to be there. like the first guest to stay in the room, to be there right when it I opened. I mean, we may have soiled that entire mattress, but, and, <laughs> but nobody else had before you. That was all that you did not have to walk into the room with a black right. light to figure out what was right. going on. Exactly. That's right. That's the best part. Now, you want to go ahead and murder somebody in my room? I'm going to be the prime suspect. Because my DNA is everywhere. Yep. All right, we should move on. Okay. Oh, by the way, the only other thing that I want to say is I know of what he speaks. I had the Founding Father. Uh, that is a delicious, absolutely delicious drink. And Sober Tony should go through his phone. I think our very good friend from Indiana... And I don't remember who he is. That's a sad statement. Sent me the recipe for that specific drink. So there's a very good chance, uh, Patreon subscribers, that I may be replicating that drink for you uh, as a video. <laughs> but yes, $17 to $18 for these drinks when you're talking about bourbon, sherry, apricot liqueur, vanilla cream sir- uh, syrup all in one drink. Or uh, so when he says uh, Terramana uh, Blanco, as well as uh, Monte Lobos Hoven. Those are two different types of tequilas. So oh, technically okay. the Blanco is the tequila and the Hoven is a more aged tequila. Throw on top of it the prickly pear sour and the fever tree spiced um, uh, orange ginger ale. That sounds yummy. Like, 
It does. It does. Yeah. And I am not much of a fan of tequila cocktails, but even I'm like, well, damn, I may need to jump over there and check it out for 17 to $18. You're not going to sit there all night and drink. Just I'll, I'll be the first. I mean, people have a lot more money than I do can sit there all night <laughs> and drink. Right. I am not that guy at 17 to $18 per cocktail. I'm going to have two maybe three and then move on to and then move on exactly right so speaking of moving on what's the next uh, point he wanted to make next up he says during this stay at circa i tried three of the restaurants eight east victory burger and saginaw deli i reviewed eight east in a prior trip report but it was as good as ever victory burger i liked but i did think it was a little pricey for what you get completely agree james Saginaw, I really liked. It cost more than most delis, but the quality was very good. Sandwiches range from $16 to $22. I had the Derek's favorite, consisting of roast beef, salami, roast beef, salami, tomato, mayo, and mustard on rye with the potato latkes. Even though it cost a little more, I really enjoyed it. Everything seemed homemade and excellent quality. I plan on visiting this again soon. So you guys have eaten it... Which of these have you guys been to thus far? Just a victory, victory Burger. We, we still haven't made it to 8 East yet. Saginaw Deli, to me, like, I I had a problem with Carnegie Deli. Like, to me, it's just, it, it's it's like... Um, uh, and, and I'm not a huge sandwich person, so for me, it's not high on my list. But okay. it's it's just it's, overkill. Yeah. Like, the, the portions just, are ridiculous. The por- yeah, it's too much for me. And even you know, if, be, I do remember at Carnegie, they would charge you an extra fee if you were planning on splitting the sandwich. Right. Well, I know, right? That's bullshit. Yeah. I, I listen, because that was exactly the point I was going to be, which is if you both could agree on the same sandwich and you guys could split it amongst mm-hmm. yourselves, then, you know, at 16 to $22, no harm, no foul. Right. Oh, I get in Vegas where they want to do the, um, you know, a uh, split plate fee where you're going to pay an extra eight bucks, yep. but not at a place at like Carnegie Daily where you're literally walking up to the register and it's just a fucking quiz nose where they put that shit together, run it through a machine and all of a sudden, bing, here's your broiled sandwich, sir, with well, the melted cheese. I would say Carnegie Deli is a step up from Quiznos. I'm, I'm guessing that Saginaw <laughs> Deli is too. I could be wrong, but yeah, there's there's a big difference between <laughs> Quiznos. I love Mark's voices in the background. God, I hope they got. I hope that gets picked up <laughs> instead of the, the actual like you know usual music things because he's like oh, I mean uh, really uh. no. Here, my my philosophy on this is. 16 to 22 dollars for a sandwich when i bet you and listen i've heard really great things about saginaw i love thanks to mark's uh testimonial about jonathan jostles at the intersection of maine and fremont or whatever it is podcast oh on the corner of main street i think there you go that saginaw's is doing incredibly fresh stuff i get that but if if my wife and i wanted just a little nosh and we want to get a sandwich for 16 to 22 dollars don't fucking worry about who eats the other half of that sandwich right I'll be you cut it in half this table. <laughs> my wife's gonna get the sandwich and we're gonna split it but i i digress uh, the only thing that i uh, highlighted from this particular paragraph was his sentence of uh victory burger i liked but i did not uh but i did think was a little pricey for what you got spot on much like you guys, the only, uh, I say the only restaurant of, of these three particular, well, actually of all of them, because we didn't go to the steakhouse either, but 
Or the barbecue joint. People keep forgetting about the barbecue oh, joint. Yes. Oh, I do. We, do, we did want to do that. If that you was, haven't that been, you good. have to try the barbecue joint. It's really good. Darn. We, we do want to do it. We do want to do it. Okay. But for, for this review, uh, James, you're absolutely right. My wife and I, we, we went to Victory Burger. We liked it, but we thought it was a little pricey for what we got. And knowing that there are other places like, say, 8 East or Saginaw that we haven't tried, uh, everything that I've heard, particularly coming out of Scott of Vital Vegas, is that 8 East is where we should have gone. And those might almost be the literal exact words that my wife said to me <laughs> after we came home from Vegas when we were downtown for Christmas was, I sure wish we would have gone to 8 East instead of Victory Burger. Mm-hmm. Well, but you had to try the tenders at Victory Burger. I mean, she right. had to do the comparison. So there was Which a mission. Was totally. Or exactly. There was, this is what's so fun about us, <laughs> right? Like, it's, we... like. You should know Tony to be the guy who wants to get the best straight razor shave. And you need to know his wife is, where do you go if you want chicken tenders? Yep. Right. And she likes other food, too, but she is a chicken tender connoisseur. She is. is, Absolutely. I mean, I like other places of me shaved, too, Karen, but I go for the straight razor face shave. Okay, never mind. Let's move on. Yeah, I I find that waxing is better. It doesn't grow back in as itchy. (laughs) Nice. This is what I love best about you guys. I try to be over the top, and you're like, hang on, hold my beer. (laughs) (laughs) Let's wrap up here with James' message. He says, other notable things. Drinks at Oak and Ivy always amaze. Pop-up pizza continues to be a good late-night snack, as well as blue ribbon chicken and secret pizza. My wife and the girls in the group had brunch at 7th and Carson. The original plan was to have high tea. They had that at one time prior, and it was amazing, but it is not offered at this time due to COVID. They really enjoyed the brunch and plan on going back again. I have included a couple of pictures from the Legacy Club overlooking the Strip. Thank you for all you do, and please feel free to summarize whatever you feel is needed in this long trip report. Yeah, obviously not James. Sincerely, James Jones. All right, um... Here, I, I highlighted three uh, pieces of this particular paragraph. Number one, he's absolutely right. Drinks at Oak and Ivy are always amazing. Yeah. When we were there for, at Christmas time, they still had the, uh, they being the state of Nevada, still had the 25% reservation only going on. We just couldn't get couldn't reservations get for El Oak Container and Ivy. Park, I feel so bad for them because their their yeah. spaces are so small to begin with, and then they, they had to go to twenty five percent. Yeah, absolutely. But he's but he's so right. The drinks of Oak and Ivy. I don't care what you get. Like I'm that guy where I will say to you, I recommend you order this. If you don't like it, give it to me. I'll pay for it. Get yourself another drink because I'm so confident that the drinks that they make are so amazing. You're going to love it. And I'm literally willing to put my money where my mouth is because I'm the one that's going to drink it after I pay for it. (laughs) Number two, blue ribbon chicken. Holy shit. The fact that my wife and Mark and I only ate at blue ribbon chicken twice. We we actually came home a little disappointed that we didn't eat there. Well, part of that was my fault. I was monopolizing some of your other dinner uh, evenings with some other things. That is sweet of you to say, Karen. The problem with uh, blue ribbon chicken is, is that they operate on Pacific time, not Eastern time. Right. So when you're ready for lunch, they still weren't open yet. Yeah. They were like, we don't, what the fuck do you, what do you mean? 9am you want chicken? chicken? Come on. Um, And thirdly, so 7th and Carson has been a number of things over the past conservatively four to five years. It is wonderful. 
my wife and I ate there uh, over Christmas time when we were staying at Circa. Like I literally made reservations. The uh, service was outstanding. The bartenders are outstanding. I'm looking at a picture that has been posted to Google of uh, 7th and Carson. They've got an open bar or excuse me, an open kitchen. You can watch the chefs make the food right in front of you. And the best part is, is what they have something called a square tip jar. And, and the idea is anytime a patron, I mean, I, I, I'm going to say one and then I'm going to say the other. So my thought is, is on the one hand, anytime a patron says, you know, a swear word, you put a couple, a buck or two in, in the swear jar. But I think the real purpose of it is anytime you take a bite of food or you take a sip of a cocktail and you say some sort of expletive. Holy because of how shit. That's so good. They all they ask is that you put like a buck in the swear jar. You take a bite into eggs, Benny, and you go, fuck, this is the best Benny I've ever had. Put a buck in. You take a sip of a cocktail and go, shit, this drink is outstanding. You put That's a buck funny. in. It is amazing. No, like so at not. the end of the trip, no. I, you know, I asked the server, I, I, I said, listen, we'd like to, could we like buy a, a round or something for the, for the, chefs they were this this food was outstanding and that's when she pointed to the swear jar and she said well here's what we've got and she explained to me what i just explained to you guys we we dropped a 20 into the bill and into the vase because we're like we just want these chefs to know how good their food and their drinks are seventh and carson I we it's it's just it's you know it's kind of around the corner. As a matter of fact you I, I guarantee you two know where it is. If you're familiar with eat yeah, it's it's kitty corner right to eat, and it's right there. It's delicious. It's it's worth going to uh, have a cocktail and some some brunch. We had a wonderful time. Uh, everybody, everybody that's staying downtown should absolutely go uh, hit up hit this place up. And it's on my to do list. I haven't been yet. I've been to eat, um, which I really enjoyed, but I haven't done Seventh and Carson yet. So it, it's on the list. Cool. Listen, James Jones, buddy, this was. This is the type of review to send in for us. I mean, it doesn't have to be as as elaborate, but the more content you give us, the more we've got to talk about. (laughs) And as we know, some of us really like to talk. Uh, Especially when he's had some beverages. (laughs) All right, listen, kiddos, I think that's going to do it then for uh, episode number 357. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Of course, you can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. And you can get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to be like our friends Scott Jarvis, HNA uh, Calgary, Muscle Mike, or James Jones, you can please, please do send us some feedback written or audio, which is at uh, 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? (laughs) I will be drunk at... 360 Vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at 360 Vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so till next time. Yeah.